This show's premise is being used with permission from the, the variety show in which it originated. Any reproduction or duplication of these ideas without the express written consent from the NFL is strictly prohibited. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. All right, we have no update from Tom this week. Oh, no. Uh, what do we have? We're going to do. Uh, Let's read that... the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, best, best wishes, Tom. I hope you recover. Um, I don't know if they'll let you listen to this where you're at, but. <laughs> they, they don't allow religion wherever he is. <laughs> no, he uh, he was in a pretty bad accident. I guess you'd call it an accident. I don't know if it was accidental or intentional, but I, I don't know if where he's at, he's allowed to listen to things. That, that's or, weird. or wear shoelaces, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, oh like, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> or wear shoelaces. <laughs> oh, you okay. can't listen to podcasts or wear shoelaces. Other than that, there's no rules here. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, Tom, Godspeed, brother. <laughs> Just take it one day at a time. You know, actually, I, d- I don't care if he takes it any days at a time. Like, if he, if he, if if he's gonna throw away this gig, <laughs> along with everything else, like, what the? F- that's fucking gig. How? Uh, what's the word? Selfish. Not- yeah, selfish. I was thinking irresponsible, but how fucking selfish? No, that he- irresp- irresponsible too. <laughs> He's he, leaving us out here on a lurch. Yeah. My girl left me. I don't want to live anymore. Irresponsible, selfish, narcissistic. Prick. prick. Fucking prick. <laughs> you know what? I, I hope they let him listen to this. Do it. Do it, you bitch. <laughs> Words of encouragement. Uh, anyway, so Tom is moving this week, so he's not going to be able to record this or our, our daily update. Or, or any going forward after this one. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. You ready? All right, yeah. All right, so we are in Genesis chapter 15. All Sweet. Right. Did, I, did I lose you? No. <laughs> no, that's a... I can't believe we made it 15 episodes in already. <laughs> I guess it counts. We started, so yeah, we are 15 in. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so God appears to Abram in a vision, promising protection and reward, addressing Abram's worry of having no heir. Heir as in kids. <laughs> H-E-I-R. <laughs> like, like you can't have air in that trunk. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got, he's got his fucking hand around his throat. Now, I ain't got no air. I can't breathe. Mama! <laughs> huh. <laughs> maybe, maybe George Floyd was an angel. <laughs> Abram laments having no children and Eliza of Damascus being his heir, revealing a genuine longing for offspring. So wait a minute. I, I don't know what those words mean. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Isn't Damascus that metal where they just keep folding it on each on itself? I, I don't know. I'll, so, I'll, I'm going to find out who Eliza of Damascus is. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's like some kind of a metal that they make where they just keep folding the metal on top of each other. And you, I want you to figure out who longs for kids, like longs for an heir. 
Ooh, oh, me. Bullshit. I need to, pa- I need to pass these jeans on. <laughs> no, you, no, you don't. Trust me. <laughs> are you Are you serious? I think that's like a universal human condition. <laughs> no, being horny is a, a universal <laughs> condition. No, you're wrong about that. You don't, you're telling me you never wanted kids? I didn't long for hairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do a little bit sometimes. <laughs> okay, so are are you telling me you had a long a longing for children? Yes, absolutely. Somebody clipped that and said it to me. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, rabbinic Judaism in the rabbinic literature, Elizer of Damascus is the prototypical loyal servant who embodied the ethical values he learned from his master, the patriarch Adam. So he's a slave. (laughs) He was a good slave. He He was was a house slave. He was a good slave. (laughs) So did they just use the word servant because slave sounds bad? They're like, we can't put slave in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Eliza was the servant who then, who the then childless Abraham complained to God would inherit Abraham's estate. So Abraham was pissed off that his fucking slave was going to get all his shit. <laughs> he worked his whole life <laughs> cleaning and cooking, slaving away. And now I got to get it all with the Uncle Ben. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you got to give me some punani, God. <laughs> God assures Abram that his very own offspring will be his heir. <laughs> and that his descendants will be as numerous as the stars. Uh, so basically he says, yeah, you're going to have a kid. Don't worry. You're going to get some strange. Just <laughs> fucking gonna... chill. <laughs> and I better name's Mary. They're all <laughs> named Mary. <laughs> Abram believes the Lord, and he accounts to him for righteousness, showcasing Abram's trust and faith. <laughs> This this story is all about trust. Yeah, I believed him. But that's not a good story. <laughs> okay, here's here's what I don't understand about this. All right. If again, if you are walking the land and you're you've got an itching in your loins for children. <laughs> you make it sound so bad. <laughs> if if you want nothing more in your loins or from your loins than children. And uh-huh. you and you look up into the heavens and you say, God? And he says, yes. One, you're going to be like, holy shit. <laughs> God's answering me. What can I do for you? <laughs> but then then you say, look, my loins are need <laughs> to be fertile. <laughs> I need to spread my seed, God. Uh-huh. And he says, consider it done. Like, you see all the stars? You're going to have that many... Offspring, you don't have to worry about giving shit to that motherfucker out there in the field. <laughs> all that matters is no money goes to the slave. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you had a conversation with God, yeah, like let, let's say you right now you have a conversation with God. Let's say yeah. that you have an itching in your loins for children, and and you <laughs> and you look up into the heavens and you say, God, I want my loins scratched by kids or whatever. <laughs> and He speaks right. to you directly, and He says. Anthony, because <laughs> I think God's black, but uh, he says, of course. Anthony, I shall scratch your itch. Like, doesn't that change everything in your life to have a, to have God speak to you directly and 
like to have a conversation with God, like from yes. there on out, like there is no questioning anything. No questioning anything. But I mean, like your, your life is devoted from that point forward to God. I don't, I don't know, man. What? How I could mean, you not know? How, how is it devote? Like, okay. So if I just have a conversation with God, tell him my crotch itches and I'd like a kid. <laughs> and, like, can he, and he says, okay, how does that change my life? How? Do, because like, now you know, God is real, which is something that up until that point, you didn't know. Now you know so, that okay, God is real, which those, up to that point, you didn't know. <laughs> One more time. All, all those homeless people like shitting in the streets, claiming that God talked to them. You think that that changed their life. They're still shitting in the streets. No, I'm not talking about homeless people shitting in the streets. I'm talking about you having a conversation with God. But how is that in, how is my mental illness any different than their no. mental illness? See, you're, you're, you do. God, I fucking hate you. You, you have a conversation with God. It's yeah. not, you think you do. It's you have a conversation with God okay. and you're telling you're telling me even after that, you're going to be like, well, if the homeless people are still shitting in the street, then I can still live all fucking willy nilly. No, you're not you're willy nilly. You're not understanding what I'm saying. No, you're not understanding what I'm saying. I asked you a very straightforward question. And what I said was, if you have a conversation with God, does that change uh -huh. your life? And what you heard was, if you have a conversation with God, are you going to check yourself in to get mental help because you don't believe that uh, the other people that have a conversation with God really happened, so therefore this conversation that I just said happened didn't happen? That's what you heard. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what I heard, because I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> okay, then what you heard? I don't remember now. So, I don't know... Okay, if I'm having a conversation with God, and what I'm asking God is give me a child... <laughs> I can't imagine that I would be the kind of person. It, it doesn't matter what you ask. The, what I was trying to get to is if you have a conversation with God. Yeah. So everything, you, everything after that, there is no questioning. You now yeah. know that God is real. It doesn't okay. matter if you ask him for French toast <laughs> and, he, and he gives you fucking buttermilk biscuits. It doesn't matter what you ask for. It's that you had a conversation with God. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> So, how okay? How so? How would your actions change? <laughs> what zip code was he in? What's that? How would my actions change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that point, let's say you had a conversation with God. How how would you expect the rest of your life to like? How would you change? Because I'm curious. As this story goes along, all these people that have interactions with God, like it's just normal, their lives don't seem to be any different from that point. Which is what I was getting to is. That it's all bullshit. If you have a conversation with God, <laughs> you're from that point forward, you're like, yeah, what, whatever the fuck you want, man. Like, I'm here for you. If I get to sit in your kingdom and, and use your throne, goddamn right, son. <laughs> yeah. So you're thinking of it like I get to sit in your kingdom, I get to use your throne, and I like I can't get past the point, like, like just a literal voice from the sky. I don't know about thrones or, or, you know, heaven and none of this, but like there's a person talking to me from the sky, like, and for me. Yeah, 
Jones, and he's black. <laughs> Hello there, Anthony. I heard you asked me a question. <laughs> God reiterates the promise of the land to Abram, despite the current occupation by other nations ensuring future possession. I think Wait a this, minute. I think this is the beginning of the holy war that we are in the middle of right now. Oh, that's horrible. God's like, yeah, I know there's people living there. Uh, don't worry, it's yours. <laughs> We're going to repo cool. that shit. <laughs> we'll just keep it in my house. <laughs> don't worry, it's yours, though. <laughs> Abraham, Abram seeks confirmation about inheriting the land, displaying human desire for assurance. Okay, so again, to my fucking point, mm-hmm. you have a conversation with God, and you're like, hey, I, okay, I don't have any children, and he <laughs> says, I'm going to give you children. Uh-huh. I don't have any land. I'm going to give you all the land. Uh-huh. I'm going to need some confirmation about that <laughs> land thing that we talked <laughs> can, about. Can I get it in writing? <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you think was a notary back then? <laughs> How would they get this shit sorted out? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's a it's a it's a solid question. So does the I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand how how they handled land disputes? <laughs> I don't understand the balls to question like if God says I'm going to give you this. Yeah. For you to come like no, I I mean I need some more than I need some more reassurance. <laughs> you got any collateral? <laughs> I know you're God, but c- come on, can you just show me something here? <laughs> All right, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Abram arranges a covenant ceremony with with sacrifices as per God's instruction, oh. showcasing obedience. So it doesn't say other than that, it doesn't say God said kill something. You know when. Just hold on. Okay. okay. Fuck. Make me something fucking. Okay. <laughs> he went on a goddamn killing spree. Oh, boy. In Genesis chapter 15, as part of the covenant ceremony with God, Abram was instructed to bring specific animals for sacrifice. The animals specified were a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Abram then took these animals, divided them in the middle, Cut him in half. Cut him in half. (laughs) And laid each half opposite the other. The birds, however, were not divided. That is a very nice way of saying that he fucking butchered these motherfuckers. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. God says, you know, I know your shit itches. I'm going to give you kids. I'm going to give you land. I just need you to cut these animals in half. (laughs) What? Okay. I'm on what, it. <laughs> what What point do you, back to my kind of original argument, what point do you realize maybe I'm crazy? You know what I mean? Maybe there. this is, maybe God's not going to give me land. Maybe I just feel like killing animals. Just lean into that. Don't blame it on God. You're giving God a bad name. 
So here's, I, we have to treat the, okay, this really happened. We know for sure that God spoke to Abram and told him to cut a three-year-old cow in half. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's okay. fact. All right. But why is it not fact when uh, the son of Sam or Richard Ramirez or some serial killer says that God told me to kill this this family? Right, yeah. I had to wear his skin as a suit because God told me to, or otherwise my children wouldn't get into heaven. <laughs> I couldn't scratch my kids. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I I don't I don't know. I, I I can't I can't figure that part uh, no, out. I, I know the answer. Okay. Because this is Old Testament. And I believe animal sacrifices were the norm during the Old Testament times. Okay. And then when God sent Jesus down for part two, uh-huh. that's what got rid that was the sacrifice. He gave the ultimate sacrifice. Like if you think about it. You sending your own kid down to get uh, hung up by a cross? Yeah. Cutting a cow in half is fucking chump change. That's (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Right. So wouldn't that just make people start cutting their kids in half? No. Sacrifice instead of... No, because nobody asked them to do it. So he he killed his own kid and then stopped asking other people to kill their animals. Right. That was nice of him. (laughs) That was the (laughs) ultimate sacrifice. He sent himself down... So, hold on. Wait. He he sent himself because Jesus is God, right? He sent himself down to Earth to get nailed to a cross uh-huh. because he knew he would come back to life, uh-huh. and then go sit beside himself in on his thrones. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. All right. Anyway, so yeah, he killed a heifer. What what do you what do you think God does with these animals or halves of animals? I mean, like, what's the point of sacrificing them? What what does he do with them? You think he does like a puppet show? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> he only has to face half of it. That's why he needs two halves. <laughs> he only faces half of it to the audience. <laughs> that way he doesn't need so many animals. <laughs> uh, Abram protects the sacrifices of the birds, ensuring the sanctity and intentionality of the covenant act. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Oh. Hmm. So he killed them, but he wouldn't let the vultures eat them. Right. Because of God or something. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Okay. It does. <laughs> okay. So if, <clears throat> like, if you cut a cow in half. Yeah. And you're doing it to show God, like, Okay, now if I if I cut these animals in half, you're gonna give me some fucking land, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and God said, Yes, that's all you have to do is cut up a three year old cow. You don't want the fucking birds coming to eat the shit. Like you want hey God, you wanna verify that I did this before the birds? <laughs> I wanna make sure I get my land. I need credit for this. This was rough. Knives aren't so good back now. <laughs> <laughs> back now. <laughs> Dad damn, son. (laughs) A deep sleep and a terrifying darkness falls upon Abram as God reveals the future enslavement and deliverance of his descendants. Wait, wait. So he killed the animals and then God was like, nah, I'm just kidding. Go to sleep, bitch. (laughs) Slave! (laughs) Huh. So 
how do they know when God's just joking? Like, I didn't really want you to kill those animals. <laughs> what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the covenant God makes is unilateral, symbolized by a smoking oven and a burning torch passing between the pieces, affirming God's sovereign commitment. So it's like a fucking restaurant sign, like a... <laughs> It's got the flashing open sign. The truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, I. So what? What happened? <laughs> the covenant he, God makes is unilateral, symbolized okay. by. Oh. What? What does that mean? What does unilateral mean? I mean, like, covenant means like he's, like, making a proclamation or something, right? Or an agreement. A covenant is an agreement, right? Yes. Okay. So he's making an agreement. Like if I just, okay. If I'm God, is there such thing as an agreement? I'm just telling you something. That's not an agreement. If you don't agree, it doesn't matter. Say that again. (laughs) A, A covenant is an agreement, right? A binding agreement. Right. A binding agreement. In order to have a binding agreement, don't you have to have two parties that agree to something? Yes. Isn't that, isn't that like the okay? So if God says, "Go to sleep," and and you're like, "I don't want to," and He's like, "It's a covenant." How, how do you have a covenant with God? I don't understand. Where's the agreement part from the other side? I think either you misheard or I wasn't paying attention to what I said. Hold on. Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> the covenant God makes is unilateral, symbolized by a smoking oven and a burning torch passing between the pieces, affirming God's sovereign commitment. So. Okay, so I did misunderstand. A commitment to what? I'm I am confused. Giving him kids and and land. Oh, so he took the animals as an offering. I miss I did misunderstand. I thought that he like double crossed him. <laughs> I thought I thought this was a double cross. <laughs> you thought it was a work. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> yes, I thought it was a, I thought it was a double cross. I I didn't know. Where the fuck did you get double cross? I, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> oh, all right. So he's going to get land and kids. I hope his wife's name is Mary. Bye. Bye.